Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to our Thursday episode. This is our quick down and dirty episode where we answer your deep, dark, and burning questions. I forgot to tell you it's called Ask Uncut, but you know, you probably already know. <laughs> I think by now they know, hopefully. If you know, you know. You know now. There you go. How was your day? Mate, M- don't start. M8? Mate. One of those days. I know I say this for pretty much every episode, but I feel like I hit peak isolation. There was one point today where I was on a work conference call and at the same time, Marley woke up and I put her down in the lounge room and she found an empty can. How do we have empty cans in the lounge room? She found an empty can of formula. <laughs> started just finish dinner and throw it on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Starts banging the empty can against the wall. And then two seconds later, whilst I'm still on this conference call, the buzzer goes, which means Buster goes feral and starts barking. And the Hello Fresh delivery guy is here. And so it's just freaking madness, guys. Bless that man's soul. Oh. He's delivering you food. Yes. The, he was the highlight of my day. The rest of it's been <laughs> chaos. We're a madhouse. I don't know. If, if you had to throw in actually homeschooling on top of that, I think I'd just have to pack up and go. It's divorce material. Where would I go? Because I can't leave. You can't go anywhere. Can't go outside. I read something really funny today. I mean, the basis of our podcast at the moment is dating in isolation. And I read a really, really funny story about these 22-year-old Australians. They went on an isolation date. Now, I'm not going to name their names. Well, actually, it's- Name and shame. No, because, okay. Samara and Charles. That's (laughs) cute. That's not pseudonyms. That's their names. They went on an isolation date and she went over to his, his house and they were just going to like have a wine and hang out and get to know each other. Is an isolation date actually an isolation date if you physically go to their house? I don't believe that they're keeping 1.5 metres. No, this is why I don't want to name them because they broke the law. Naughty, naughty. But it's so funny and it's all over the news. So like, whatever. They're in jail now, lol. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Lola, Debbie, cute. Love that for you. She has gone to his house and just before he got there, he's like, was starving so he's like i'm just gonna quickly eat something and we'll eat together later he shovels a peanut butter sandwich in his mouth classic 22 year old boy peanut butter sandwich for dinner they get there they have a drink they're having a chat a bit down the track it gets a bit heated they have a kiss they're kissing for like 20 seconds oh and my god her I know mouth, this is going her mouth starts to <laughs> her mouth starts to tingle and she's like no surely not she pulls back she's like have you eaten peanuts recently and he's like, yeah, I just had a peanut butter sandwich before you came over. And she's like, oh, my God. So she's a full-on anaphylactic allergy reaction to peanuts. So she grabs her EpiPen out. She's starting to not be able to breathe properly. She's just met this guy. She's like, stab this in my thigh. Like, say, call oh, an ambulance, save my life. And he's like, my ah. God. He gets out this EpiPen, stabs <laughs> it in her thigh. She's like, call a bloody ambulance. <laughs> he goes to the hospital with her. And they're there until 5 a.m., like. The whole thing. Well, that's fucking karma for you guys. Stay at home. Stay safe and stay away from peanut <laughs> he, butter. He put it on TikTok, this story, right? On, of course he that's, He's 22. That's what you do. She's dying. He's on TikTok. Well, he put on TikTok and he goes, if this gets, if this takes off, I'm going to take her on a real date. And it's already got like 450,000 like, likes. So he, they're going to go on a real date and he can't eat peanut butter. But I thought that was such a funny first date, especially in isolation. It made me feel like I have nothing to complain about. I'll take the barking dog, the baby with a can and the Hello Fresh box. <laughs> Imagine kissing for two seconds, someone you don't know and then nearly dying. But peanut butter is quite pungent. Like you can smell that. Every time Matt's had a peanut butter sandwich, I'm like, well, I know you've been snacking. Well, I think when your allergy is that high, he could have brushed his teeth and it just could have, it just has to be the tiniest bit in there for people like that have an allergy of her severity. 
Oh, it suck. Imagine if you every time you kissed someone, you were like, talk me through your day first. (laughs) So what did you have for breakfast? This Uh, is my foreplay. Oh, okay. Can we talk about something else, actually? For those of you that are in the Facebook discussion group, thanks for joining. (laughs) For those of you that haven't, come on. You're not going to know what I'm talking about, but you should jump on in. There's a bit of a recurring theme lately of everyone going back and watching a season of The Bachelor. The season of true love. What season do you think everyone's talking about? Not the honey badger. Not the honey badger. Everyone's like, oh, I just am so happy to rewatch this season. It's the best season. It's my favorite season. I love everything about this season. And I'm like, guys, you know I'm in this group too. Like I can see what you're saying. <laughs> Let's be real though. It's actually a pretty bad season. Like I've watched some of it back. and Yours? I, yeah. I've watched some of it back and both Matt and I cringe so hard whenever we watch it. Okay. We're like, we're, we're both so nervous. Matt thinks he was really, really bad. He's like, He's like, feels like he's very monotone because he was so nervous that he just couldn't get his words out properly. And I watched myself on there and I, and because I know at the time that I was so worried about saying something wrong or doing something wrong, I feel like I am a watered down version of myself. I hate watching it. You are really you, but you're like a subdued you. I don't know. I watched that series back and I don't feel like I look, I don't, I just don't feel like me. I feel like I was being a very proper version of myself. That's what I was. I was the, I was the best version of myself. And you know, you know that you're not really you when people write things like I often get people writing on Instagram saying, I didn't really like you on the show, but I like you now. You're way funnier (laughs) in real life. When people say that, you're like, Oh, Oh, God. Anyway, Anyway, once you guys have all finished that season, feel free to watch mine. Thanks. Bye. Guys, I am going to have to go rogue for a minute because not much has happened in the last 40 hours since I've seen Laura. I was going through the emails today and I stumbled across this accidentally unfiltered and I just, I giggled so hard in my bed and I felt so hard for this girl that I don't want to wait until Tuesday. Wait, so you're saying nothing else has happened. You mean that my story about Amali smacking a can against the wall wasn't good enough for you? (laughs) I mean, that had me on the edge of my seat, Laura. (laughs) Someone help me. Save me from myself. Okay, I'm I'm just going to jump in. Ready? So I have been dying of laughter for the past 10 minutes and my own misfortune. Today, my friends bought me a vibrator. Anyway, tonight I thought I would give it a whirl. I'm currently isolating at my parents' house, so I waited until everyone was in bed so I knew the coast was clear. So I whip out this vibrator, I turn it on, and I get into bed. Just before I start my self-pleasing session, there is a knock at my door, and my dad comes in. I'm completely embarrassed, and I quickly go to switch off the vibrator to only remember that I haven't even read the instructions on how to turn it off yet. So I start pretending to have a coughing fit to mask the vibrations that are coming from my bed. (laughs) But I could only last so long until my dad handed me a drink bottle. Here, sweetie. In complete silence, with the sound of vibrations coming from my bed, dad looks at me and asks, is that your phone ringing? (laughs) I quickly respond with, yes, dad, that's my phone. It's exactly what that is, dad. (laughs) Yes, dad, that's my phone. As I'm hitting my vibrator under the blankets, trying to turn it off. We both look directly at my face-up phone with a complete blank screen on it sitting on my bed. I look up and I instantly notice that he has worked out exactly where the vibration was coming from. Before I knew it was before I knew it, he was headed for the door and tried to act super cool by saying, Night sweetie, see you tomorrow <laughs> before shutting the door. It's been ten minutes now and I still can't work out how to turn it off. Please send help. <laughs> Do you know what I love about this the most? 
My favourite part of this is that 10 minutes after, she decided to send that to us. I know, she was thinking of us in her <laughs> self-pleasing session and life doesn't get better than that. Gosh, you know that when something goes terribly wrong in your life and you think of us, that's the person I want to be. That's where I want to be on your list of priorities in life. So what, to whoever, bed? Yes, <laughs> I take this deeply as a compliment. I don't know if I told you this or if you read it yourself, but somebody actually wrote in and said they had a sex dream about you. Did you know <laughs> No. Wait, what was I doing? What was I doing in the sex stream? Well, I need to know more. To, she didn't go into detail. What, she you didn't just, ask her? It was just a message throw. No, I don't want to know what her sex dream with you was. I want to know. I'm really flattered. Well, she's going to be you. listening, so tell us. If you've had a sex dream about me, please <laughs> let me know. A mama needs that sort of confidence boost, guys. It's been a while. And it's why, been a hot minute. Why isn't anyone having sex dreams about me or watching my season of The Bachelor? Yeah, look, while I'm over here getting my ego stroked, somebody come in here for Brittany. Can somebody just have a sex dream about her for a change? Anyone. Anyone. Come on. Anyway, so I just had a good chuckle. I had a really good chuckle in my... Can you just imagine if your dad walked in? I thought you were about to say if you could just imagine having a sex dream about you. And I was like, God, I'm not that bad. Imagine that moment that you're like, oh, yes, yes, it's my phone. And then you both lock eyes and look down at your blank phone on the bed. And you just like (laughs) that click in his head where he's like... Guess what, Dad? I don't need help with this. You really need to go. Thank you. How do you ever? I just I picture it like this funny scene on a bridesmaids or something. She she's coming in and it's just like you can see it under the blanket, like vibrating across the bed. (gasps) All right, sweetie. (laughs) It's so funny. All right, guys. On today's episode, you know what it is. You've written in some of your real little life pickles, your real pickle dickles you're facing, and we have picked out a couple this week that we're going to answer. And although we may not be qualified with our advice giving. Our advice comes from many years of experience and loads of enthusiasm, which I think makes up for it. It's far more important. So much more important. All right. Give me question number one. Okay. Question number one. I've been with my partner for about 13 months, but we are isolating in different states. Over the past few weeks, I've started to develop what I think are feelings for my flatmate. We've only ever been friends. I've never looked at him that way before, but all of a sudden I see him in a new light and I'm very, very tempted to see where this goes. I don't know what to do. Because a friend, you're not going to do anything. Yeah, mate, 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 how's me? Yeah, mate, mate, don't do it. Don't do it. Even if you didn't have a boyfriend, I would say this is a dangerous territory. Yes, yes, I agree. But I also think really just sounds like Stockholm Syndrome. You know, when you've been stuck inside with someone for so long and you start to fall in love with your captor. That's what's happening here. Your housemate is your captor. You've seen no one else. And then all of a sudden, your housemate's starting to look good. This is not the option. Imagine you were a vegetarian. (laughs) Bear with me. Imagine you were a vegetarian. You've always been a vegetarian. You don't like meat. You don't eat meat. But then all of a sudden you're locked in your house and the only food that's available to you is crumb chicken. You're going to end up eating the crumb chicken, aren't you? You probably think the crumb chicken's pretty good. Yeah. So I feel like this is basically the same thing. So you don't really like crumb chicken. You are a vegetarian. (laughs) You're all about that celery. And you're going to go home and you're going to get that celery as soon as isolation's over. It's so true what Laura just said. It's like being on The Bachelor as well. It's like there's no way that those 30 women go into that house and all of them love The Bachelor. All of them think he's perfect. All of them want to be with him. It's that idea of it's the only thing that's been available to you for a little while. You've spent a lot of time together. You've probably made more of an emotional connection with him than you have ever before. And making an emotional connection, it it brings you so much closer to somebody, to a human, even someone that you haven't ever looked at that way 
you see them on a deeper level and you realize new things about them and then all of a sudden you're like oh maybe maybe this is something here like I've never shared this with anyone before and then you think maybe I'm sharing this with you because there's something in between us I'm sure as well with your with your boyfriend since you haven't been able to see him and there's been this like disjointed very unnatural separation that's happening at the moment I I guess like that does make it more difficult to feel really connected and feel really loving with your partner and I'm sure once isolation's over you will have those feelings again I just think you need to be wary that we aren't our feelings and if you are sort of starting to think that maybe you have feelings for your housemate, you can shut that down. You don't have to entertain it and if you do want to entertain it in the future, obviously there's a right way of going about it. You need to break things off with your partner. You need to have that conversation and then you can explore it but I wouldn't be doing that unless I was sure as shit certain that I really wanted something with my housemate. Look, I have a friend that's doing it right now. She recently like before isolation, probably three months ago, she moved into a new place and the house was not great. The room was not great. But her deciding factor was the guy that was showing the property that she'd be sharing with, she thought was really attractive. And she told me this. She's like, I'm going to take it. The the room is tiny, but I think it's going to be great. And I was like, you you think he's hot, don't you? She's like, yes, I think we had a connection. And I'm like, do not do this. This sounds like a recipe for disaster. I do not. I was like, do not take this place because of that. I said, you're better off to take another place. And then you've got his number now and you know him. And then maybe go and meet him. Anyway, she was determined. It has been a shit fight for like two months because it hasn't worked out. There's so much tension in the house. She needs an out. She's like, what have I done? This was the worst thing I ever did. And... I just think, I mean, she's like, yes, you told me so. But I don't think, especially in this time, imagine if you hook up with this guy. A, you're cheating on your boyfriend. Not cool. B, you're stuck in a tiny house with him. for We, we still don't know how much longer. Yeah, I'm like really against hooking up with housemates unless you are so certain that the feelings you have for them are undeniable. Like I I do have a friend who is now married to and has kids with a guy who was once upon a time just her housemate. But she, this was like, they were together and living together for years and she had been in love with him for years. So I, I honestly think don't shit where you eat. Don't complicate your life. Don't create drama unnecessarily. It's a very weird time. You're spending a lot more time with your housemate than what is normal and what you normally would. And it is it is natural that you will feel closer to them, but don't confuse that closeness with romantic feelings and definitely don't explore those romantic feelings unless you have put a very clear-cut line in the sand with your current partner. It's just not nice behaviour. So do you know I actually did this? When I was in Scotland, I moved into this house that I found for rent. Moved in, the guy was a rugby player. He was off playing rugby. Um, So the house was empty. So I was supposed to just move in for a few months while he was off on a tour. He moved back and I was supposed to move out. But he was like, oh, you can stay longer. Like no rush because I think he thought I was cute. He was not bad. And I was like, great. So we became flatmates. Then we started to see each other, which was really awkward because we would I was making him do it properly. I was like, take me on a date. So he would take me on a date. And then when we got home, our rooms were next to each other. And I'd be like, thanks for the date night. Not going to my room. He would go into his room. We saw each other for probably three months. And then I moved out because I thought this is, if we're actually going to date, we cannot live together. I moved out. We ended up not working out. But four years later, we're still really, really good friends. But the only way we maintained a friendship was because when we started seeing each other, I took a quick exit. I just don't think you can start a relationship like that. 
Yeah, it's a ma- it's a massive. I mean, it's a massive pressure cooker. Like some people can and some people do, but I I do think that you are inviting a lot of drama into your life. Something that we need to be wary of when we have an instant connection with someone, or like you know, we start to feel like we have feelings for someone. You do have control over that. Like we're not just completely slaves to our emotions. You can be very aware that you're starting to develop some romantic feelings, and you have the ability to shut that down if you want to. It's called temptation, but. It comes down to how invested you are with your partner and in your relationship. If you're not invested in your relationship, if you don't love your partner, then that's another that's another conversation. You need to break up with him and then open your life up to a new person. But I think that that's what you have to deal with first. And yeah. if you still have feelings for your boyfriend and you just are now starting to grow a little bit of a feeling for your housemate, I think you need to be really wary of that feeling. Don't actually think it's real. I think it's just your feelings are getting the better of you. It's a fantasy right now, 100%. Yeah. I like that we really started off crazy with the food metaphors and stuff, but we We got there in the end. We're we're, we're, we're here. (laughs) We're here with the advice, girlfriend. I hope you stuck with us. Okay, question number two. I'm not an anxious person and I never usually feel stressed, but right now my anxiety is high. At least that's what I think it is. I feel really overwhelmed. Sometimes I feel like I can't get out of bed. Sometimes I feel like I can't breathe. What do I do? What is this? Oh, yeah. That's anxiety. That's a straight up anxiety. But I also think that a lot of people are feeling like this at the moment. I know that I spoke to you about this, Britt, recently, how I'm not often someone who struggles with anxiety. And since this whole situation and and working from home and being at home and constantly like feeling like there's this tension in the air, that's like really put me in a space of of just raging anxiety on certain days. And I think it's one, I think it'd be, be kind to yourself. Like it's, it's really normal that you feel like this right now. And I think that so many people are feeling like this. I think the second thing is, is if you don't feel like it's coming from anything, like, as in like, if you can't pin down a certain specific thing, like maybe you've got too much work on and that's, what's making you anxious. If it's a specific thing that you can pinpoint, then that's usually easier to tackle because you can at least identify why you're feeling this way. When it's just this overwhelming feeling that's born out of nothing. I think that can be when it's really, really difficult to actually get your head around. But I think that there are a few things like going for long walks, talking it through with your girlfriends, talking it through with your partner if you're in a relationship and really explaining that you just don't feel yourself and having that support network around you is really, really important to working through anxiety as well. There's there's something that I was taught uh, a little while ago, a couple of years ago now, when I was in a bad place and I used to have panic attacks and that feeling that she says when she feels like she can't catch a breath, like she can't breathe. Um, and what I was told to do and what I found works, so I'm going to tell you guys, is to really try to control your breathing to a seven to five pattern. So you breathe in for seven seconds, hold it for two, breathe out for five. And you just continuously do that. And that's essentially going to train your body to relax, to calm down and just let you get back to a place where you feel like you you can breathe again. So seven, two, five, seven in, hold for two, out for five. That's what I was taught. I'm sure there's a lot more out there right now, but personally, that's what worked for me. Well, one other thing I think that that is like, it's a very hot topic of conversation has been for like the last couple of years, but it works. And I think that when things do sort of um, catch a bit of momentum, then you kind of have to listen to it. And that is the concept of mindfulness and actually like, 
allowing yourself to stop, allowing yourself to be present, allowing yourself to be very mindful of the things that are happening around you and to you at the time. And that also gives you sort of a sense of slowing things down a little bit, that if you are feeling really anxious and you are feeling extremely stressed out, taking a minute doing some deep breathing, really thinking about the positive things and the good things that you have in life and all the things that you have that bring you joy and bring you happiness to try and retrain your brain to to move away from this anxious feeling. They're also really important tactics as well. But I mean, like I said before, one of the things that works the most for me is, is talking it out with someone who I love and just having someone to be supportive and say like, I know that you feel like this and that's okay and validating that feeling because there's nothing worse than feeling anxious for no reason and then feeling like you're anxious about being anxious. So it is really nice mm. to have someone who supports you in that and you can talk to about it. I think for me at the base level, it would be to go for a walk and get outside, get some sort of exercise and fresh air if possible. And like you said, Laura, talk to a loved one or someone you trust. At a bigger level, the next step up, if you know that this is just really, really not right and it is becoming too much, you are still allowed to go and see a GP. You can can still go and seek professional help. There are plenty of people you can speak to online. So if you don't even want to go out, there are GPs doing consultations online. There are psychology sessions online. There's a, there is a lot available to you. So don't ever feel like there is nothing out there and there's nobody that cares because there are way, way, way more people that love you and care about you and will be there for you than you realize. I mean, it used to be really stigmatized to go and, and like talk about going to therapy. There used to be like this real like, oh, she's going to see oh, a therapist. she's in therapy. Oh. Oh. But you know what? It's kind of cool now. It's like everyone's going to therapy. Oh my God, you don't have a therapist? You, yeah, you lose you need, you need to have that one hour and a half hours of a week to talk Except about yourself. You and I just talk and to nothing each else. other. <laughs> we are your free therapy session. That is what we're here for. But if you need a little bit more therapy, we are both such advocates for it. We think it's really important to have a base to have a home to be able to talk to someone about what you're feeling and experiencing and if you can't get that good advice from a girlfriend or from a loved one then a therapist who is skilled and experienced in dealing with these very specific issues who can give you strategies for coping with your specific type of anxiety I mean we're all for that I love an excuse to talk about myself guys as you already know (laughs) All right, next question. All right, question number three. Is this going to be the last one? Are we yeah. doing a, just a slap happy episode today? Yeah. Slap dash and get out of here. What he said. <laughs> I've been with my boyfriend for a year and a half and I live with him and his mother. I know that he's not my penguin and I know he's not the one, but I don't know how to break up with him. I literally don't know how to break up with him. I've been wanting to break up with him for months now and sometimes it's on the tip of my tongue and I physically can't get it out. How do I do this? I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't know what to do during this time, but I know he's not my forever person. I really, really feel for this person because I have been in this situation before and, and I, I spent almost eight months thinking I need to get out of this relationship and just couldn't do it because he was such a nice and good guy and he treated me so well and there was no reason why I shouldn't be with him except for the fact that I wasn't in love with him. And the idea of like hurting him just caused me physical pain. So I, I get this. I understand how much, like, I mean, obviously we just spoke about anxiety, but I understand how much anxiety knowing that you're going to hurt someone can cause you. I know how much fear is, is like involved in that, but I do think there has to come a point where you've got to do what's right for you. And part of that means that you have to have a really hard conversation. And sometimes that's impossible for somebody who's a, a conflict avoider. 
But what I found ended up being really helpful for me is that I set myself a day and I set myself a time and I was like, okay, tomorrow when he comes home from work, I am going to have this conversation. The second he walks through the door, I'm going to have this conversation. And what I found is like the minute I started, the words actually started coming out of my mouth. It's just getting that first sentence out of, of I'm really not happy at the moment. And I don't think that this relationship is right for me. That once you've said those words, it flows. The conversation flows, but you have to get that first sentence out. I'm a really big fan of honesty is the best policy. And all you're doing is postponing the inevitable. All you're doing is dragging on. If he, like, if you guys have been together for a year and a half, like you said, you're living together, he probably thinks you're end game. He probably thinks you're that serious. And if you know deep down you're not, all you're doing is stopping him from getting on with his life and moving on. You're stopping you yourself from finding what your happiness is and who you're meant to be with and stopping your next chapter from happening. So I think the best policy is honesty. You just need to sit down with him. Like Laura said, just say tomorrow when he gets home from work, I'm just going to have this conversation. And you just need to start it with, I don't know how to say this. Start it with that. I don't know how to say this. I've, I've been thinking about this and I just, I can't beat around the bush anymore. I'm just not happy. I just don't think we're right. And it will, the conversation will just roll. He's going to say, what do you mean? If he's surprised, he's going to say, what do you mean? Like, what aren't you happy with? And then you'll just have an adult conversation. You'd be honest. You tell him your problems. You tell him your issues. And you just say, I, I love you so much. I honestly do. And I just know that this isn't forever. And I think it's the best thing for both of us to to look at going our separate ways. Just to add on to what Britt said, it's really important to have an exit strategy. Where are you going to go after you've had this conversation? Are you going to then leave? Are you going to you know, have a bag packed? Are you going to go to your mum's house? Like you need to have an exit strategy to make it easier and also so that you don't end up having this same conversation all night because this can drag on and on and on if you allow it to because he will obviously be really hurt and he will want to understand why and so you do have to have some parameters around okay we're going to talk about this until you both feel like you've said everything you can say and then one of you needs to leave so I do think it's important for you to have an exit strategy in place but lastly just on this as well is is the more that you procrastinate about this the more you're going to turn this into an insurmountable big deal and the more fear is going to get tied into it, the more anxiety that you're going to feel towards it. So every single day that ticks by, it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and harder and harder and harder. You just have to make that decision in your mind and then act on it and put a definite date and set some boundaries and also start to think about what your life is going to be like afterwards. Start picturing how happy you're going to be, how you're going to be able to be in a relationship that you want, what you're going to do when you're single. You really need to picture your life outside of this relationship as well. And and that's a really important part of the process, I think. Something else to be aware of and something I've definitely been through, Laura, I'm sure you have, I'm sure most of you have, is when one person doesn't want the relationship anymore and the other person really does, there's often this cycle where you try to end it And you have to be prepared that they will say, please, 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 no, let's give it one more go. I'll change. I will do this. You have to be prepared that he's going to beg you, want to convince you to stay. So if you know deep down that it's absolutely the wrong thing, you need to be prepared for that and be prepared. Like Laura said, have your exit strategy and say, look, it's best I don't stay here tonight. We can talk about this again tomorrow. But otherwise you'll get sucked back into where you were and you'll keep 
on the trajectory that you're on, which you're not happy with. So have that in mind when you start the conversation. It is going to hurt. Having a, having a difficult conversation with someone and hurting someone you love will hurt you as well. And, you know, it's, it's part of being an adult. It's part of growing up. It's part of being able to better manage conflict. And you will grow from this experience as well. And you will learn from this experience. And so sometimes to be able to move to that next chapter in our life, you have to do really, really hard things. And this is one of them. Yeah. Ow. Ouch. Ow, it hurts. It's hard. Well, guys, you know how this works. That is it for us for Ask Uncut today. Three quick questions. Keep those questions coming in, please. And keep the Accidentally Unfiltered filtering through as well because we love those. Shout out to the Accidentally Unfiltered today. I just hope you've made amends with your dad. Maybe just take him for a beer or something. I also hope that you've learned how to turn your vibrator off. Two, two things, on, off. No. Both very important. Not these days. Technology's come far. There's like 25 buttons. It's got like a remote control. It's got Bluetooth. Plays, you, you can sync you it can to your phone and play music. <laughs> you can do it from in the car. Put <laughs> beats on. Um, all right, guys. Thank you to thank you to everyone who's written in questions for today. If we haven't gotten around to writing back to every single message on the Instagram and the Facebook, that is because there are so many of them, and we are doing our best to get through every single one. But also, we just want to say a really big thank you to everyone who has shared when they're listening to the podcast on their Instagram stories. We love seeing how you guys are listening to the podcast. We love you interacting with it. It's just amazing to see the little community that we're growing. And thank you to everyone who's left reviews. If you haven't subscribed, highly recommend you should do that. Shout out to the girl that left a review and said that our voices were like a lullaby. Because no one has ever referred to my voice as a lullaby. I reckon she was drunk when she wrote that. Okay. Yeah. I love it. A bit of matter. isolation drinking for you. It's there. It happened. I'll take it. It's on the internet, so it must be true. <laughs> you know the drill. Tell your friends and share the love because we love love.